All right, Buffalo, what is up? We were drinking beers to Buffalo tonight. We got Hog, Fab, and Splish. What's up, guys? Hey, hey. Hey, what's happening? Glad to be here. Not much, man. I feel like we're going to have a little offshoot of three beers, too. We're going to just talk about beers to Buffalo. So let's let's drink some beers. Let's talk about Buffalo sports in general. And right now, I think NFL is on the NFL is on everyone's mind, right? The draft's coming up. You guys, what's the excitement level uh, as a Buffalo Bills fan right now for the draft? It's palpable. <laughs> I mean, as excited as you can be without having first round pick. I, I like the, uh, I, you know, I was thinking the first round pick thing could go either way. Like, as everyone knows, Buffalo's sort of uh, his long and storied history. Yeah, I feel like it's a team that only F's away a first round. You know what I mean? So, like, that pressure is gone. With basically, old Stefan Diggs was our first round pick. And he's a sure thing. So I like, I like the pressure release, you know? I mean, who doesn't love a good release, right? right. That's there. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, I mean, some of us enjoy the buildup, you know, it's all about the, the journey. Is that called Tantra? Not I'm not 100% sure what my massage therapist calls it, but uh, yeah, I agree with you. I agree with you. I think that's awesome. Well, you guys have got a beer with you, right? The whole point of the show is to drink a beer and talk about sports, right? Oh yeah. Yeah. So, uh, uh, Splish, what do you what do you got over there? What are, what are well, you drinking? I've got uh, uh, something. They've been around for a while, I guess, but I just recently discovered it's called Second Chance Beer Company, and uh, it's their Seize the IPA. If you see what they did there with that. Um, oh, yeah. So it's uh, you know a California product, seven point zero percent, fifty six IBUs, a good amount of both. If you had an IBU magic number, what would it be? I mean, I think I'm interested, actually. I, I don't remember drinking this the last time I got it for whatever reason. And, uh, <laughs> you know, f- the 50s seems kind of low, right? I, th- I think IBUs, I yeah. thought the IPA ones were like in the 80s or 90s or whatever. Your, your memory is just wiped for that uh, few hours. It's interesting. Huh? I, I, yeah. it's, uh, you know, you know, I know what, what happened there. Right, right, right. Yeah. Have you ever seen an, I- an IPA with a, a high IBU but a low uh, alcohol by volume. That's a strange one, right? Yeah. Like some of those, uh, dude, I got tricked the other day at the store. I bought some, I can't remember who it was by. And I, I, I was all excited cause it kind of had a cool can. I think it was stone. I was like, Oh, I've never heard of this beer. And I got home and it's like a 4% IPA, yep. you know, like, what do you, what do you do? Giant teas putting that in a small yep. print on the side of a can. Yeah. That's gotta be like, but, uh, I drank them all. Yeah, of course you did. Of course you did. Fab, Fab, what are you, what are you rocking tonight, man? I am rocking perhaps the newest beer to hit the streets. It's the Face Punch Triple IPA from Kensington Brewery. Tri- tri- triple, IPA. triple IPA. So imagine a double IPA and then add another IPA to it. Or take a regular single IPA and double it and then add another IPA to it. Either way, you end up with three IPAs. We're talking 10.4 ABV, 136 IBU. That Almost sounds... double both of mine, except for the IPAs. Mine's a single. That sounds absolutely disgusting. That sounds absolutely disgusting. It sounds terrible. And honestly, when you pour it out, it kind of looks like syrup. Like it's pretty thick. <laughs> But it's not that bad. It's actually pretty good for an IPA. Like it goes down a lot easier than you would expect. Yeah. It's kind of crazy. 
But let's jump in. You guys already you guys already kind of hinted about the Stefan Diggs trade. That's topic number one here. As a Buffalo Bills fan, you guys are excited for you know everyone's excited for the first round of the draft. That's the hopes. If you don't win the Super Bowl, your hopes are now rekindled to you know you're going to get that game changer. You're going to get that guy that's going to bring that organization to the next level. He's going to go to the Pro Bowl seven times. He'll be a first you know ballot Hall of Famer, right? So everyone thinks that. You trade your first round draft pick for Stefan Diggs as a as a fan. How do you guys feel about that? I am slightly better about it than neutral. Like uh, when I saw that they traded for Stefan Diggs, was excited, like awesome. And you never know when a trade happens if it's because that team and that player had a falling out, and so you're getting them, you know, at fifty or seventy five percent off, or they're just making a move. They were just making a move. We the Bills traded the first round pick. Anytime you see that, it really hurts. But I think Stefan Diggs can really help out our offense, open it up, gives us another weapon, a true number one receiver, and then takes a lot of the heat or smoke, if you will, off of John Brown because he was our number one last year. He still got a thousand yards, had a great season. But now when he's going up against every team's number two corner instead of their number one, it's going to do a lot better. And same thing for Cole Beasley on the slot and Dawson Docks over the middle at tight end. <laughs> You know, I, I, I actually really like it. And I like it for two reasons there, uh, Waterhog, Fab. So first reason, uh, I think there, you know, everyone knows is a super receiver heavy class, right? There's so much uncertainty, though, with uh, especially that position, how a wide receiver is going to play out. So the draft is a, you know, whatever, seven rounds of one. It's such a dart throwing competition rarely do you get a sure thing in the draft. So this takes away a ton of uncertainty, especially early when there's a ton of pressure to, you know, let's say we did end up drafting a wide receiver. Well, he's going to be expected to uh, play from day one. The other thing this does having a sure thing uh, or a known quantity, I don't really want to say a sure thing, but a known quantity of Stefan Diggs. I think this really is going to settle the Josh Allen. Is he good conversation? Yep. Cause you got, you got someone like Stefan Diggs, you know, uh, John Brown was pretty good. Cole Beasley, pretty good. But, the, you know, they're not these like standout superstar. Man, if you're not good with these guys, then you're not good at all. So I think Stefan Diggs in that wide receiver uh, room is is really going to help kind of settle. Uh, and especially during an important time in his development, like, hey, are we sticking with Josh Allen here? Does he have this uh, now that he's, you know, no excuses with drops or, or whatever, uh, or not enough tools and too easy to cover only one dude compared. So I think this is really going to, going to help that. I, I like where you're, I like what you said there um, with Cole Beasley, John Brown saying, Hey, if you're not good with these guys, you know, it doesn't matter. We're giving you a pass because they are not the superstar. Can we say the same? I know this is not the Baker Mayfield show, but is Baker Mayfield getting a pass with Odell Beckham because their chemistry, Odell Beckham is amazing or he, he can be amazing. And he is was absolutely garbage with Baker Mayfield. And now the rumor is he wants out of, of Cleveland. Who gives a shit? But um, could there be a chemistry issue with Diggs? Are you guys concerned? Is, is there is there a pass maybe one year? What, what do you guys feel about that? I think uh, so. I think in the past, the Buffalo uh, head office front, uh, what do you call it? Front office head coach. Uh, that yeah. 
duo, you know, like the Rex Ryan days, even Chan Gailey, these like kind of clowns that we had, <laughs> I would definitely be worried. A select uh, you few. Know, you get the, I, I, there's too many to list uh, right now. I'm getting, you know, having some uh, shell shock from living back. I can hear the PTSD in your Rex, voice, yeah. Rex Ryan. I remember thinking when, when we picked him up, like, hey, at least uh, Buffalo will be on the news because you could never get, a, you know, a sports center clip of the Bills unless it was of another team's highlight. It was usually against the Buffalo Bills. Anyway, without these guys, uh, the – the uh, crew that we have in there now, McBean, as uh, people like to say, I think those dudes will have already thought of that, and they're not just kind of swinging for the fences in like a TO or, or uh, you know, some kind of just big name. Let's get the season ticket holders to keep buying season tickets. I, I think that definitely goes into all of their decisions, and most certainly, I think this one. So I'm not as worried as I would have been. Like, oh man, this this could be awesome, but it probably won't be because we're the Bills. So. That, that's that's where I'm at. Yeah, I agree. The Bills are in a good position because they don't have any humongous needs. And so giving up that first round pick to get a known uh, commodity, like you said, is fine because it makes the team better. We know that. Everybody will agree that the Buffalo Bills passing offense is now better because they have Stephon Diggs. If they had a receiver that they picked at 22, one, it wouldn't be Jerry Judy or CeeDee Lamb. It would be maybe Henry Ruggs, maybe somebody else. And the very slim chance that they would be as good this year as Stefan Diggs will be. Plus with the shortened training camp and who knows what's going to happen to the season. If the rookies can't get into camp and get the full training camp experience, they're going to be even further behind. So Stefan Diggs helps out right now. Yeah, I think uh, I agree with you there just, and even to my earlier point, I think it's so important to evaluate Josh Allen, you know, year three, big deal getting a receiver that is a known quantity, just, I think it, it's like a, you know, you're getting two things out of uh, Stefan Diggs. Yep. He's definitely got the weapons now, arguably the best top three receiving Truro in the NFL. I think a known quantity. I think you said that splish is, is so important to have for a team. So 22nd, right? The bills 22nd yes, overall. Yeah. yeah. Well, the That's Vikings have it now. Cause we traded it for. Stephon yeah. The Vikings Diggs. have it now, but um, I feel like if you're getting a, a player that's an impact player. That's, I mean, t- for 22nd, that's awesome. That's yeah. Awesome. A five and a six as well, but who cares about those? Oh, those are, yeah. I mean, those are throw away. Like you hope they make the team for, you know, in year two or three. Wasn't Daryl right, uh, Johnson. Uh, wasn't he like sixth round? Daryl Johnson was a seventh round pick. Matt Milano Seven. was a fifth round pick. Mm. Ah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. So, uh, Fab, I think you talked about this already, but, uh, the step that you guys are going to make, the step that the Bills are going to make this year, I think will be significant, especially with the 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 lack of a certain quarterback and another team that's now missing. Um, but what what does Buffalo need from the draft this year? So let's say you have you have a, what a, a we have a second round, third round, fourth round, fifth a couple of fifth rounds it looks like, a couple of sixth rounds. Yeah. Um, what do they need? And you you said there wasn't too many glaring needs, but what what could they use? How about this? Let's say what could they use to make that next step? I'm glad you asked. I have uh, three positions here that I'll list out, or well, really four, um, where the Bills could use some talent: cornerback, running back, wide receiver, and safety. Ooh. Now we okay. have really good safeties. Our starting safety tandem: Micah Hyde and Jordan Poyer are arguably the best in the NFL. But 
the Bills have been trying to run this thing called a big nickel for a while now, where we essentially, instead of having a small cornerback on the field as the fifth defensive back, we use a larger safety body instead. Yeah, We've tried a few people at it. It hasn't worked out thus far. So the people who really follow the Bills think that Duggar from Lenore Rhine, it's a very small school in North Carolina. The Bills have been there three times. It's like a FCS school. A lot of people think that the Bills will go after either him or Jeremy Chin from Southern Illinois. Again, a smaller school. These guys are, you know, like six foot and change, 220, so they're bigger bodies, can help out and run support, cover tight ends, and be like an in-the-box safety slash nickelback, like the band. And then uh, corner, you got... (laughs) Uh, you can never have too many balls. corners. The good thing about if we draft on defense is that the player won't necessarily have to play right away. So if they get like a Bryce Hall from Virginia or Trevon Diggs, brother of Stefan Diggs, who plays at Alabama, either of those guys could be a good zone corner in their system, tackles well, you know, has good reactive ball skills, decent size. They're both 6'1", 200 plus. Running back, Devin Singletary lit the league on fire last year, at least in Buffalo third round pick out of Florida Atlantic. He was injured for, I think, four games with a pulled hamstring, but he was very dynamic. He was our offense, and when he was moving, as they like to say with motor, uh, everything else was clicking. So we need to change a pace back to complement him. Frank Gore started off okay last year, but the man's like 38 years old, and his son, I think, is eligible for the draft either next year or the year after. (laughs) As cool as that is. Yeah, oh my uh, but goodness. Uh, two guys. Uh, the top of the draft is you know uh, Edwards Hilaire from LSU, and then uh, yeah, Jonathan Taylor from Wisconsin. A lot of people big on Jonathan Taylor. I am not. Two reasons: one, he's a Wisconsin running back, system running back. Two, huge fumbling issue. He had like something like a five percent fumble rate, I think. So out of every hundred carries, he was fumbling five times. Most people in the NFL are around like one and a half or two that's astronomical yeah so that's not going to fly especially in buffalo because buffalo fans for the most part are very supportive of their team but one thing they don't like and this could come back to bite the stefan Diggs trade as well is they don't like prima donnas and if you're an offensive player and you fumble that's probably the worst thing you could do because yeah. they're going to complain about how the rest of the team and the defense and the offensive line are playing hard and then this guy coughs up the fumble they'll never forgive him So we don't want a fumbling back in Buffalo. And we don't need someone to be like the bell cow, 25, 30 carries a game back. Devin Singletary can get between 15 and 20. We need somebody else who can do, you know, five or 10 and throw in a couple receptions on third down. So I have Zach Moss from Utah and Antonio Gibson from Memphis. Antonio Gibson was actually used more as a receiver in Memphis's office last year. He was a Juco transfer, but he's, Pretty fast, 4.39 in the 40. He's like 228 pounds, so well-built. And I think he could be a really good offensive weapon type player that they could put in on third downs, line him up next to Josh Allen in the shotgun. He can even line up in a pro style at an I-form or single back and take the ball in our zone blocking scheme and really do work and then catch the ball in the backfield as well. Zach Moss, he runs like a 4'6", so he's not super fast, but he has pretty good lateral agility, so he can make cuts, and he's super productive. He finds the hole quick, and he had three 1,000-yard seasons at Utah, so very productive. Damn. 
And then a wide receiver, two guys who I think will be available in either the second or third round are Michael Pittman and Brian Edwards, both from USC. One is the University of Southern California. The other is the University of South Carolina. Fun fact, I know a guy who (laughs) wanted to go... I know a guy who wanted to go to the University of Southern California, so he went to USC.edu and applied, got accepted, and then found out it was University of South Carolina. And Holy then what? Shit, that's then hilarious. what happened? Then I, what? I don't know what happened after that. I think he ended up going somewhere else, but I would have just prayed that he like called USC Southern California and tried to beg his case and then said that his attention to detail was superb at some point. <laughs> well, that sounds like a cliffhanger here. What's going to happen on the next episode? Yeah, man, we'll have to we'll have to come back on the next episode to figure out what happened. Man. Uh, That's awesome. But anyway, Michael Pittman, 6'4", 225, so a big-bodied receiver. That's the one thing the Bills don't have. Stephon Diggs is good at contested catch, but he's only like six foot. And then John Brown's under right at six foot, and Cole Beasley's like 5'9". So we need yeah. somebody who can kind of high point the ball and is physical too and can help us out. That's what they were missing in the Texans game in the playoffs. Uh, they tried this guy, Duke Williams, who was like a Canadian football league star and they threw a bunch of balls to him. He dropped one in the end zone that should have been a touchdown and uh, oh, yeah. Josh Allen kept trying to feed him and it didn't work out. <clears throat> Brian mm, Edwards, yeah. similar type six two two twelve. He's got questionable hands and, uh, has had a few injuries. He broke his foot in February, so he didn't run at the combine or hasn't done any workouts since, but he plays super physical and could be that presence as well. Similar for the defense, both of these guys wouldn't have to play right away. Starting off the rookie year, they'd be the number four option, maybe even the number five option if you count Dawson Knox as a receiving tight end. So if they struggled and needed to get better at their technique and all that, they'd be able to learn from Stephon Diggs, John Brown, Cole Beasley, and they wouldn't be under the spotlight and the pressure of like a, you know, a first round pick that the fans expect to contribute immediately. Yeah. All that being said, I think the bills need an offensive tackle. I don't think they're going to draft one because they have Cody Ford, they have Daryl Williams and they have Ty and Secchi all competing for the right tackle spot. And I think in their opinion, one of those guys will emerge. I think they could use somebody else. And then I also think they really need a defensive end to add some edge rush speed to the outside. Because right now we have Jerry Hughes and that's it. But I think that anybody who could make a difference will be gone before the Bills pick at 54 in the second. Yeah, you know, we're going to get those guys that slide back. I mean, hopefully one of those guys will somehow you know, get through the cracks. I don't know, because behind Chase Young, there aren't any other like premier pass that's rushers. True. So the guys yeah. who would yeah. be mid-round picks or mid-round fir- mid-first round yeah. picks are going to go top 15, maybe even top 10. And then the guys who are borderline second, first round picks will go in the middle to end of the first round. Yeah, it's like it's like the only sports thing that isn't gone. You know, like this is the only yeah. thing. Unless you want to watch, uh, I heard that Michael Jordan documentary. I haven't seen any of it, but I heard that's pretty. I cool. haven't watched that yet. I'm going to watch that tomorrow. But uh, Splish, what are you what are you going to wear? Are you going to wear a jersey and watch this draft and? I and mean, you obviously can't go out, so are you going to si- simulate a draft day, like a game day spread at your place? Uh, That's I'm, what I'm going to do. I, yeah. I'm I'm cooking hot wings. I'm wearing my jersey. Well, I'm going to be honest with you, man. I've kind of settled into a new normal here with uh, the whole, um, you know, quarantine, social isolation thing. I'm going to stick to what's been working with me the past couple weeks. It's going to be a jock strap and, and boots, steel-toed boots and a jock strap. That's what I'm wearing. Don't forget the fur hat too, the one with the little ear flaps, right? 
<laughs> Absolutely. That's uh, yeah. I get a new one every year from my parents. <laughs> that's that's really sweet of them. Fab, I hate to say this, but you were going to the draft this year, right? Uh, yeah, Vegas, baby. At one point, I had a flight, hotel room, everything booked. And then uh, this whole little COVID-19 thing popped up. Honestly, if I was going to miss a draft that I was planning on going to, this year would be the one to do it because the Bills don't have a no first, first round, round pick. pick. So it would be a huge bummer if I had gone and or I already yeah. had everything booked. And then, lo and behold, they didn't end up picking in the first round. I think, man, our schedule this year, the trap I was looking forward. We got a lot of, uh, you know, a lot West of West Coast, Coast games. Bay. Yeah, right. I was looking forward to maybe uh, Phoenix if they have a team. Are they still? No, anyway. I think Phoenix got rid of their team. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, yeah, sorry. I've been uh, stuck on the Corona news. Um, now, yeah, Vegas, that would be sweet. Are they even going to finish the stadium? I don't know. Uh, well, I've, I saw some construction going on. Um, where else are we going? I think San Francisco, maybe. Yeah, San Francisco, uh, Denver, yeah. Nashville. Denver, that's right. Another sweet, uh, sweet venue. I, I was kind of looking forward to expanding my NFL stadium uh, repertoire. What's the word? That. Let's, let's call it repertoire. Yeah, let's, let's call it that. My list Collection. Or whatever. Collection. All right. Sounds like a serial experience killer. list. Experience list. But yeah, with the schedule too, the NFL is milking this coronavirus for all they can because normally they release a schedule about two weeks before the draft. Now it's the draft, and then two weeks later is the. Oh, you mean the, the releasing of the yeah yeah like the actual yeah. dates or whatever. Yeah, May yep. 9th is when the schedule comes out and all that. So it'll be interesting. Some people say the Bills will have a couple of primetime games, which is exciting. Yeah, you think they would with how well they did last year and the hype uh, behind the team. And the hype obviously comes from, let's say, your quarterback, Josh Allen, and uh, number 17 there. He His stat line from year one, he played, what, 12 games, I think it was. I have some of the stats here, 52 completion percent-ish, about 2,000 yards, averaged about six and a half in the air, 10 touches, and then 12 interceptions. Uh, three fumbles. And then 2019, he was at 58.8. So he, he jumped up 6%, which is pretty significant in the completion percentage. 3,000 yards, obviously more games played. He has four more games. So, uh, but it's still a big jump and 10, uh, 20 touchdowns. So that's 10 more touchdowns, nine interceptions, which is four more games, three less interceptions, but also, uh, six fumbles. So he, he, three more fumbles total, which isn't that big of a jump. What stat line are you guys, um, or give me just some numbers if you think to, to be successful to win your division and get to the playoffs, and uh, you guys will feel comfortable in the playoffs? How about that? I I feel like uh, I mean this is you know the stat line. Everyone, it would be nice I think just so people stop talking about it. If he could get a three hundred yard passing game, just yes. to get it done. It's such a weird. Yeah, I mean, they're great, I guess. It's fine. Uh, and then 60% would be nice, too. Th- those are the, the things that people, you know, ever since he was uh, a couple years ago in the draft, they're like, oh, completion percentage, completion percentage, blah, 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 blah. If he could just yeah. get to 60 and get to the, the stupid 300-yard game, I, I would be happy just to stop. Like, all right, is everyone, can we can we move on and talk about some other stuff here instead of a, a number? Not that it's a nothing, but. 
So you're saying if he played 16 games and you want 300 yards average a game. He he hasn't had one 300-yard passing game yet. Is that right? I, well, that's I was going to say, I, I yeah. just did the math, and that's 4,800 yards, and he got uh, – you got three thousand last year. No, no, he's I'm not just, saying three hundred every. I just he's one game, literally just once. You want to get just okay. one game? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We, uh, so you, we've you can give a shit less about what I just said. You, you, you're saying you want one three hundred yard game and then over a sixty percent completion percentage, 60%, which was the media and, fucking won't shut up about. Exactly. Sixty uh, percent yeah. is for the season. Three hundred yards, just do it once, please. Maybe you know, twice or 16 times or whatever, do it once so we can stop and and move on and, and talk about, uh, you know, how he looks in shorts again, back in those. Yeah. To yeah. your point though, Hog, if Josh Allen threw for 4,800 yards, the bills are, <laughs> they're going 14 and two, uh, the home field throughout hosting yep. the divisional and AFC championship game in Buffalo. And then they're going to the Super Bowl and beating whoever they play. Yeah. I mean, that's what I'm saying. That's why you would feel comfortable there, right? Yeah, I, mean, I would be. Are you guys worried about interceptions? I don't. 4,800 yards. As long as, yeah, he doesn't set a 30 for 30 Jameis record. <laughs> yeah. Which, I mean. Are you guys worried about interceptions or fumbles? I'm at all? worried about fumbles, honestly. He was a lot better yeah. last year with interceptions, and he had a terrible game against the Patriots in week four. Uh, and after that, he cleaned them up pretty well. He had, I think, three interceptions in that game. So if you toss out or if you remove that game, he had six interceptions over the other 15 games. It's pretty good. And yeah, so last year, yeah. 3000 yards, 20 touchdowns, nine interceptions. He did that. And the bills clinched the playoffs in week 15. So if he does that again, you would assume that they'll be able to make it to the playoffs again, especially with the division up for grabs with Tom Brady, no longer in new England. Right. Hopefully yeah. there's some improvement though. If he could crack 4,000 yards, that would be huge. And maybe bump up the touchdowns 25, 30, and keep the interceptions yeah. below 20. Wow. That would be a huge step. He's pretty good at running the ball, too. He has the same number of rushing touchdowns as Saquon Barkley. They're yeah, right. I saw that the other day. <laughs> He's a red zone rep weapon. He can jump over the line or run it in because he, he runs like a 4 7, I think, or 4 8 40. So he's pretty quick. It obviously is huge. So. But yeah. the fumbles are my main concern because when he runs the ball, he would fumble and occasionally get hit in the backfield and fumble too. His ball security is very suspect. Yeah. Well, I mean, as they grow, hopefully that this truncated offseason doesn't hurt him and uh, lack of, you know, working with coaches and stuff. But, I th- you know, hopefully as he gets better and, you know, ball security comes with that. Uh, but with Stefan Diggs, you got to think some of those numbers are going to be very inflated, hopefully next year, right? The, the Bills fans have to be very excited about that. And, I don't know, right? Are you guys feeling that? Do you, hopefully that maybe will translate the Stefan Diggs touchdown yards increase. Hopefully, yeah. because Stefan Diggs can get some yards after the catch, but Josh Allen was terrible yeah. as a deep ball thrower last year. He was, he was like, which is kind of weird, right? That was supposed to be his like thing. He was overthrowing guys yeah. by like five or ten yards. But if Stefan yeah. Diggs, if he can like catch a you know ten yard slant and then take it another sixty yards to the house, though, well, those are yards for Josh Allen. So great, but. Stat sheet right there. Uh, can we talk about our beers real quick? Uh, you guys finish your beers or working on them? How'd they taste? Um, mine says seize, sip, enjoy, and I, I, uh, I did those things in that order. I'm, I'm actually almost finished. It was pretty good. Uh, to tell you the yeah. truth, the 56 IBUs that we talked about, that little light. You know, I was looking for a little bit more of a taste, but it's it's talking about you know as one of these 
these, uh, what food do you pair it with? It looks like a taco guacamole, you know, a lighter food type mm. thing. So I, I think it would be a, a good, tacamole. Yeah. Yeah. It'd yeah. be a good, uh, a good sort of, uh, yeah, I don't think it would overpower your dinner or whatever your taco thing. So, oh, okay. That's a little good. summer outside beer. Enjoy. Okay. What, what, what would you rate it on your scale from zero to 10? Zero. Zero is on uh, You can point Jeez. zero to 10.0. Okay. Uh, I'd say it's like a seven. Okay. Point three. I'd, I'd appreciate it if you let me finish next time. 7.3. <laughs> <laughs> very well 7.3 that's good yeah 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 uh you know part of it here i'm now seeing there's you know how they have the uh like a drawing of the glass that you're supposed to enjoy it in i I don't have whatever this it's one of the it's like got a stem on it it's one of those beer glasses with like a stem like a wine glass you know i I don't have that oh that's that's fancy fab what about you face punch ipa a lot better than you would expect God, that blows my mind. It just makes me sad. Yeah, it was. Its namesake insisted that if they were going to use the word face punch as the name for the beer, they had to make it the strongest beer they ever had produced, and that had to be super bitter. And uh, they nailed both of those. But it's not offensive. How did you? Uh, how did you get this beer? It's only for sale in growlers right now so kensington brewing in san diego california still open for business you can't dine in though so to speak so you have to just get a growler to go right. i love it yeah i love I, it i think some things that have changed maybe for the better you know i love a to-go beer to-go beers are the best have they i'm gonna give my open container laws around you guys our neighborhood is. uh they they've relaxed those yeah, so 100 you, you can understood yeah that, that that's fine now yeah, exactly. And hopefully in the future it will be. Yeah, right. <laughs> Fab, do you feel like maybe checking on one yeah, I'll, connection? I'll, I'll do a quick. Let's let's do one. Let's try to find the best one here and then uh we'll we'll do one. We'll get the hell out of here. We'll Looking up one, a Craigslist yeah. for the uh, city of good neighbors as they like to be called. Yeah, so uh if you guys haven't heard of Three Beers Two, then the the big one we do for the the national podcast. The titular we, podcast. Uh, it's awesome uh, but what we do is we throw a dart in a map and then we pick this that city is what we find the misconnections for on craigslist and then we read the craziest one so uh for the the beers to buffalo we're just going to find one in buffalo and i don't know what subsection or what little city or whatever but we'll find a, a crazy one and fab will read it, it neighborhood maybe sometimes neighborhood yeah sometimes in like so if you do like craigslist <laughs> phoenix or whatever you have like different cities that are like in the phoenix uh, greater phoenix 80 area Fab, you got a misconnection for me? I do. Uh, one quick statement. Leonard Fournette right now supposedly is being shot by the Jags, and the Bills are oh, the odds-on favorite to get him at plus 300. I want to go on record. I don't want Leonard Fournette. I'd rather use yep. the fourth or fifth-round pick that we'd be trading for him on another running back who's younger and cheaper and doesn't speak out against his quarterback. I That's agree. just 100, 100%. Yeah, I think uh, especially with the the – shenanigans last season was that was that this season this past season where he got into a fight with Mar- darius was it marcel darius i have no idea the, i thought he got into a fight but i didn't Wasn't think it, it would have been fournette? his teammate because they were both marcel darius and leonard fournette are both in the jags uh, no, no 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 who was it on maybe it was 
two seasons ago. Oh, but it was like the uh, most important thing that happened that yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I want to say it was Shaq Lawson. Uh, yeah, that's right. It was Shaq Lawson. He wasn't doing anything. And then yeah. he got into a fight with Leonard Fournette, and they both got ejected. Be like, actually, yep. that was his most significant contribution to that game. <laughs> yeah, it was getting Leonard <laughs> Fournette. Taking out Leonard of the Fournette out of yeah, because our yeah. defense was trash that year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Leonard yeah, Fournette was probably going to go off for like two twenty, and he was. He was on pace to have like a thousand yards rushing that game or whatever. <laughs> so yeah, Shaq. What a pro move, Shaq Lawson. Yeah, man. That's next level, dude. Next, yeah, level. next level next level yeah so uh you're on record fab no leonard Fournette. i think you're right we we've talked about this in the, the big podcast but uh you you can't have that kind of descent in your locker room especially with a young quarterback uh you know the the minch and uh now ho- hopefully not but josh allen's i heard a theory on twitter that i really liked and it was that the jaguars were only shopping for to show him how little the rest of the league <laughs> values him be like, hey man, we pushed you out there. Nobody offered anything. Now what are you going to do? Ice cold. Yeah, that, yeah, yeah I here's a pay cut. Jacks are tire fire though. I mean, you got Ngakwe getting into fights on Twitter with members of the organization. Anyway, yeah, man. All, All right, right. Uh, give, give me that next connection. This is from Cheektawaga. I met you at your hotel in Cheektawaga to fulfill my fantasy. Was your specialty? couple years back, you answered my ad on Craigslist looking to experience a huge fantasy. Did you ever? You said you lived in another state but frequently visited this area due to your railroad job. I have fantasied about that night since. You sent me an Uber to pick me up and take me home. Eventually, we lost contact with each other, and I want to see you so much again. If this was you... What fantasy did you fill for me? With details along with where did I meet the Uber driver to take me home after? Praying you find this ad. I love how that this person feels like that someone might catfish him and yeah. get the fantasy. <laughs> so he needs to have details of where the Uber picked him up. I am picking this person up. Thinking exactly what you're thinking. Uh, where'd you meet the Uber? In front of the door to your motel room? Because we know it wasn't a hotel. It was definitely a motel. Yeah. Oh, it's such a motel. He's like, there's literally going to be hundreds of people responding to this, so I need to. Yeah. <laughs> what, I mean, are we going to try to guess the fantasy, or is that uh, is that a little too extreme? And do you think this person actually look works for a uh, you know a Union Pacific or railroad job, or is it just a euphemism? Choo choo. He's a conductor. Was he the locomotive or the caboose? <laughs> he was the. <laughs> I think, uh, depending on the fantasy, probably he was the conductor, and the other person was Come the on, caboose. Man, the train. <laughs> <laughs> oh wow, uh, that's uh, that's a good one. <laughs> Damn it! I I uh, I like how this guy or this person has such a, a profound effect that uh, the other person had to go back to Craigslist misconnections. It sounds like years later, I would assume years later to uh, rekindle this fire. Yeah. I mean, sometimes you just, you can't stop looking. You got it. You cannot give up hope. Or 20 years. Well, I mean, <laughs> it was Uber. So it was what within the last, Six years? Oh, uh, yeah. yeah, I guess. Yeah, Uber kind of gives a timestamp on it. Yeah, I guess that's not too far back. But uh, where is this at in Buffalo? What, what was the name of the Cheektawaga? It's a suburb. Cheek-Dawaga. All right, all right. Well, the burbs. 
you think we could get these people rekindled, re- reconnected? Well, hopefully one of them at least uh, listening. Yeah, well, the one person we're looking for is not in out of town, so that sucks. Yeah. Well, we've got a national audience, right? Yeah. A, a national international. audience. International. Yeah. If you're yeah. listening to this in where are they, the UK and Spain, you know, and you've been big... to Waga, hit them up. Yeah. <laughs> big contingent of uh, UK Buffalo Bills fans, right? Yeah, huge. Big time. Huge, love the, huge. Uh, the American bison across the pond. Yeah, man. No concept of the game. They just really like no large concept. mammals. Yeah. Large <laughs> land mammals. Yeah. Well, boys, uh, how, how do you feel the uh, first episode went? That, I think it was great. I like the uh, the little spinoff. Love it. Yeah. Fab, I think I think this is great, man. I can talk about Buffalo sports all day, so. I know, I know, I love it, uh, dude. Thanks for uh, thanks for coming out. Thanks for sharing your insight and uh, draft day. Buffalo wings, blue cheese. That's okay. what you guys are eating. Own it, traditional. Yeah, for sure. For All right, sure. Thanks for having us, Waterhog. Uh, of course, it's my pleasure, and we'll see you guys next week. <laughs>